On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hey there, and welcome to the Choose to Think podcast. We are in the middle of a series, which is called Choose to Think when it comes to your physical health. And you may remember a couple of weeks ago, we started, we, all, we started with water and the importance and the health benefits of water. Last week, we went to green tea, which is amazing. You know, I have my green tea at two. I try to have at least a cup of green tea every single day. Of course, organic. And today in the episode, we're going to talk about three of my favorite products of all times. Number one, nutritional yeast. I'm going to spend a little bit of time on that because a lot of people have never heard of nutritional yeast. They're a little confused about what it is, and they certainly don't know what the benefits might be to their health. So we're going to start there. Number two, we're going to talk about popcorn and number three, olive oil. And it's my prayer and my hope that you find these episodes really encouraging on your health, on your quest to become healthy, fit, fab, and 50-ish, or fit, fab, and 20-ish, or whatever your age might be. It's never too late to start doing what's right. It's never too late to start making healthy choices when it comes to your health. And even you know, you've heard those statistics about stopping smoking, for example, even if you're 80 years old, it doesn't matter. You can add time, literally minutes to your life every single day that you don't smoke. That's just one example that comes to mind. But the point is that even, you know, it's, we have so many thoughts about our health, don't we? Like, oh, I'll never lose the weight. Oh, I'll always be on this medicine. I can't come off statins. I can't come up, come off high blood pressure. I have to take these medicines or, oh, I've got this condition and I'll, things will never be normal for me. I'll, I can never be healthy like I was when I was 20. Or, you know what? I've had five babies. I'll never have my body back like I did before I had my children. And we have all these thoughts and they may or may not be true. I don't know. And before I go further, let me just say that big disclaimer, you need to seek medical attention and advice when it comes to your personal health needs. These podcast episodes about health are for educational purposes only, and they're not intended to be any kind of medical counselor advice. So I'm just really sharing with you what I do in my life and how I have found health. Some of you know, I struggle with high cholesterol, which now after gosh, a couple of years, I've managed to get that down and have it stay down. Matter of fact, I go to the doctor this week for my annual checkup and I cannot wait to see, to get my blood report back and to see what my cholesterol levels actually are. I'm a regular blood donor so I can have the non-fasting cholesterol check when I go there and get that little composite score, but I really can't wait to get the LDL, HDL cholesterol and to see what what all triglycerides, all of that to see what it really looks like. But I'm excited because I think it's even going to be down further. So again, this just start 
take a teeny micro step in the right direction because it's never too late. Examine your thoughts when it comes to your health. Do you have any thoughts that maybe you need to reframe? If you think I'm always going to be like this, that's where I would start because that doesn't have to be true. But we also know that what you think we kind of make true, we make it into true. So be mindful of what it is that you're actually thinking about. Okay, I'm always inspired by the healthline.com articles about any of these products that I share because they have peer evidence, uh, you know, research tests that they cite in their articles. So they're not just like saying, oh, we think nutritional yeast is good for you. They're saying, okay, this is why it may be good for you. And here are the studies and the tests that back that up. So I like that they're doing that in their articles, articles and I like to use them. So some of what I shared today will come from healthline.com as well. So let's start with nutritional yeast. And you know what? Nutritional yeast is a form of yeast. It's a species of yeast. And it's known as, I'm going to read this, it's Saccharomyces cerevisiae. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly or not, but it is a type of yeast. And you're thinking, ew, who wants to eat that? But the difference between the yeast that say is used like brewer's yeast or the yeast that's made for uh, actual making beer and those sorts of things, this is a consumable product. It's a food product. All right. And so that makes it a little bit different. And it's grown specifically to be used as a food product. The yeast cells are actually killed during manufacturing. So there's nothing that, quote, activates. You know, when you're making bread and you add the water and a little bit of sugar, the warm water, and you mix it around, you know, the, it starts producing and bubbling. And so that yeast, those that's all activated, but that's not what happens with nutritional yeast. There are actually two types of nutritional yeast, fortified and unfortified. Again, I'm going to put it back to you to research which one is better for you and for your health. I actually prefer and have chosen to purchase fortified yeast. And I'll tell you what, I got a little concerned at one point about the quantity of yeast that I was consuming every day, even though you can have a couple of tablespoons a day and that might be the serving size. And I thought, you know, maybe I should reduce that because I looked into, I started researching fortified versus unfortified nutritional yeast. And, and it seemed to be that, you know, there it's quite controversial and I don't even know which one is better. I'm just telling you the one that I use. And I drastically reduced the actual, you know, how much I was getting. And over a two week period, I'm like, man, my mood went bloop. It went, it, I, 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 that was the only thing I could figure that was happening in my life is that I wasn't consuming as much nutritional yeast, very high in all the B vitamins, which are so good for, for our moods, our feelings, sense, you know, this sense of, of well being and that sort of thing. So I just said, you know what? Maybe I'm deficient anyway. So, I'm going to keep taking this, but I don't, and I'm going to, you know, I consume a, a good deal of it and, but I don't take other supplements. The only supplements I take are turmeric and biotin occasionally, and then um, krill oil. We're going to talk about the omega-3s. I believe that's the next week podcast will we'll drop, but 
we'll, we'll talk all about those, but I, you know, I prefer to get most of my vitamins and minerals and everything protein, you know, all of that from food sources. So, but I do the nutritional yeast that I like does have, um, it is fortified and nutritional yeast is naturally very low in sodium and calories. It's fat free, it's sugar free, it's gluten free and it's vegan. Matter of fact, a lot of vegans and I'm not actually vegan. I'm probably 90% vegan, but I love a good hamburger. I like lean meats and fish. I try to eat salmon once a week. I, you know, I, I'm not going to really give up my cheeses. I don't have cheese very often. I also enjoy you know, like a fat-free, low-sugar yogurt or sugar-free yogurt, those sorts of things. So I do consume some animal products, but mostly I don't. Mostly I am fruits and veggies and uh, just that's about it. So um, at any rate, it in nutritional yeast, you're going to get like I said, it's a great source of protein in and of itself. So that's another reason that vegans like it. It's got a cheesy, nutty flavor. It's very savory. Again, the B vitamins and then some trace minerals. It actually is a complete protein. It contains all nine essential amino acids that the human that humans must get from food. We have to get those from food. And then again, like I said, it has so many of the B vitamins. Uh, I'm reading here, one tablespoon of nutritional yeast contains 30 to 180% of the RDI for B vitamins. It's especially rich in thiamine, riboflavin, niacin, vitamin B6, and vitamin B12. And it contains some trace minerals. Now, a little side note about the B vitamins. I don't know if you've heard of the, blend, the, the blood brain barrier, also called the BBB when you research it. But, you know, our brain is so protected. And you know that you have neurons in your gut, right? You have the brain cells literally in your gut. And so it's very intricately woven, but what actually transfers from your gut to your brain, it's your brain is very selective on that. There is a blood brain barrier and the cells that are there are more tightly woven together and they just kind of prevent any toxins and all the bad junk from actually entering into your brain. And if you're not a lipid, can't come in. If you're not this, or if you're not that, can't come in. But the, the good thing about the vitamin Bs that you can get in nutritional yeast is that they help, those B vitamins can help uh, to keep the, the, the blood brain, brain blood, I get those confused, BBB, the blood brain barrier, um, the integrity of that, and it can help restore that because sometimes you've probably heard of leaky gut, but have you heard of leaky brain? And it's that sometimes things we consume actually damage that barrier, just like we can damage the lining of our stomach and, and all of that. So, oh, here we go. So anyway, think about that in terms of, of uh, the, that's the fortified version that I get. Although even unfortified nutritional yeast has some B vitamin qualities. So B vitamins can help you with a healthy uh, nervous system, DNA production, energy and metabolism. We all want that. And then also the creation of red blood cells. It contains powerful antioxidants. You know, you think anti, 
oxidants. What is oxidation? And oxidation, you know, you don't want that to be happening in your body. And apparently, you remember those things called free radicals, free radicals? Well, that's where there are things that can damage your cells. And we want, we don't want that to happen. So antioxidants, from the diet will help you to fight any kind of damage that may be caused by those free radicals. They kind of bind to those and then disarm them. Nutritional yeast contains antioxidants and I'm gonna read the names of them. It's glutathione, I wasn't saying that right, and selenomethionine. You know, we, we read all these things and just, I just trust science. I trust that whatever they're doing, whatever they're saying is right. And we'll just go with it. Right. But at any rate, nutritional yeast has those. And so they, they're going to, these particular antioxidants that I read will help protect our cells from damage caused by those free radicals and heavy metals, and then to eliminate some of those environmental toxins that we get. So that's just another benefit of nutritional yeast. Now you can get these same benefits with other foods, right? With your vegetables, whole grains, and all of those that are going to help with, with your overall health. Also nutritional yeast has been found to boost immunity. It may help lower cholesterol levels. Of course, I'm very interested in that. I can tell you that when I began my quest to really take back my, my physical health a couple of years ago, that's when I started exercising more. I began watching what I ate. I tried to eliminate as much sugar and added sugar in my diet. I'm talking about like processed sugar, cane sugar. And I increased my fiber. I tried to get better sleep and I mega increased my water intake. All those things together, I believe within a very short period of time when I consistently did them and I have consistently continued to do them, help lower my blood cholesterol composite score by over 40 points. And I couldn't be more excited. And every year I'm staying under 200. But like I said earlier, I'm hoping that here this week or in a couple of weeks, I'll have even a lower composite blood cholesterol. So just by what I've made, the lifestyle changes that I've made. So that can also happen, happen for you. And then how do you use nutritional yeast? That's what we're going to talk about. Popcorn. That's why I included popcorn on this. Pasta. You can put it into soup. It can go anywhere on top of things. A lot of vegans use it for their like cheese flavoring and vegan sauces. And maybe you can even give it to pets. I haven't given any to Rico yet, but I could Rico. Would you like some nutritional yeast? Huh? Well, I happen to have a bag of it right here. This is my favorite, the one that I use. I'm going to try to show you. It's called Anthony's Nutritional Yeast Flakes. You can see it's fortified. That's the one I like. Gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, uh, made in the U.S., and this is a pound of it. It may cost, I don't know, 15 bucks or so. And again, all the links for everything I show you are going to be in the show notes. So you can go down there and click on the link and it takes you right to Amazon. And then you can browse around and try to get what you have. Now, Anthony's has both fortified and non-fortified. And they'll, they talk about this as a plant-based protein source because it's so high in protein. I'm reading on the back and it says... Um, this has eight grams of protein in two tablespoons. I consume four tablespoons a day, roughly, 
on average. That's about how much I get now. And that was cutting back from what I told you before, but not, not like drastically cutting back to where I only went to like two tablespoons or something. I, I'm now four tablespoons a day, but this is my favorite brand. Let me just see if Rico likes it. I'm gonna, and if you're watching on YouTube, if you could kindly um, give us a like on the video, add a comment or even um, subscribe. And then here, can you see Rigo? And then hit the bell notification because then you'll know we, we drop episodes every Monday and Wednesday. Let's see what he does with nutritional yeast. Are you going to lick it? Yeah. Can you see him licking it? Oh, yeah. Rico, that's called nutritional yeast. What do you think? Oh, he's really liking it. You like that? Is it cheesy and nutty? Rico loves all kinds of things. He loves to crunch on carrots, you know, just raw carrots. He loves blueberries. Um, actually, he loves popcorn too, but I don't give him the popcorn because it can kind of choke him in a way. And also I make sure I get the kernel part of that out because he can't floss his teeth like I can. By the way, I've, I now that I eat so much popcorn, I actually floss my teeth like twice or three times a day or something. But anyway, Rico loves everything that I eat. So yeah, he liked that. Now let's talk about popcorn, speaking of. And I'm gonna show you, um, there is yellow popcorn and then there's white popcorn. And what I eat, think about corn grown in the US for a second. Think about the big fields of corn grown. What do you think they're gonna spray on that, right? Pesticides and all that stuff. Well, I don't want any of that. So I want organic because I'm consuming a lot of it. I love popcorn. It's a staple in my diet. It's such a good, healthy grain, high in fiber and other um, vitamins and minerals. But um, I want certified organic and I want non-GMO. And so I have two companies from which I buy my popcorn and it is, I'm going to put the links in the show notes. I buy from Nebraska, that the, the state of Nebraska, that's where I get my corn. And you're not going to believe this, but I buy in 50 pound bags at a time because it's a little cheaper. Well, it's considerably cheaper per pound when you buy like that. And then plus there's free shipping or from one of the places. And then the other one that I buy from, and again, both of the links for these companies, I didn't figure you wanted to order a 50 pound bag or a 42 pound pail. These big six gallon pails they come in, which I love these pails. They're great for anything, yard work or, or whatever. But you know, I didn't figure you would want those. So I wasn't trying to focus on those two companies, but I will put their link in the show notes because you can also make great little gift bags out of popcorn. You could just put, you know, if you did get one of these big containers of popcorn, you can then put some in a gallon bag, put some nutritional yeast in there, a new spritzer, olive oil, and the little container that I use, I'm going to show you a microwave, microwavable little container I use to pop my corn. What a great Christmas gift, all in one, helping one of your brain changing friends who would say yes, who was saying yes, I choose to think when it comes to my health, I'm going to start with my thoughts and then I'm going to, my actions will follow suit. You, what a great gift to give someone and to help them take a teeny step in the right direction for their health. So anyway, that's where I get it. And, but there are, so I get the organic and I don't want GMO stuff. And, and there are 
Ye yellow might be a teeny bit better than white, but I don't really care. It's, it's not a huge difference, although I prefer yellow over white personally. I think the yellow corn is a little bit bigger, but there are two types of corn. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but I'm gonna hold up one right here. If you can see it, this is like a butterfly, like everything's spread out. It's not a perfect butterfly, but it's that you get the idea of what a butterfly is. Where the, and think movie, theater, popcorn, Rico is itching to eat this. Um, and then the other one is mushroom, the two types. And you can see the mushroom is like a big ball. I like the mushroom one better because it, I don't know, it looks like a big ball and it seems like it would be a little bit more substantial, even though it's not, but it's just how it pops. Now, I didn't look to see how they got one or the other, but probably has something to do with the hole or the moisture content or inside the, the hole, you know, I don't know. But at any rate, the mushroom or or butterfly, I don't really care, but I tend to prefer the actual yellow corn, like I said. And this is something interesting. The, the company that makes the nutritional yeast, Anthony's, they have this on the back of their organic popcorn. And I've not tried it before, but they say, did you know that within a year, Americans eat enough popcorn to fill, fill the Empire State Building 18 times? Then they say, holy crop, corn, you believe it? We know it's a maize like a corn maze amazing what anthony this company is so goofballish they say um for example it says like when you zip open their thing it says don't look under the bag and so what's the first thing you do you look under the bag i'm not going to tell you what it says under under the bag on the nutritional yeast i'll let you order it but they're so tongue-in-cheeky with all their stuff and so I've not tried their corn, but I'm sure it's good. But the corn I buy, like I said, is a little less expensive. Oh, here it is. It's Pleasant Horn Grains. That's one of them. Pleasant Hill Grains is one of the ones that I get. I will put their yellow corn in a small bag. I think it's like under $5 for two pounds of corn. So that might be what you want to include if you do a little Christmas gift bag or something like that. And a little bit more that they say about about um, their about popcorn and the benefits of popcorn. And here I'm going on their, this is what their website says about some of it. And they talk a little bit about how popcorn is such a good source of fiber, few calories, no saturated fats. Yellow popcorn has just a little bit more fiber and fewer carbs than white popcorn has, but it's still very low in, in carbs. And um, they say that Native American tribes enjoyed popcorn and used it for decorating headdresses, corsages, making spiced and herbal snacks, beer, and even soup. Christopher Columbus allegedly brought popcorn to Europe in the late 15th century, and it wasn't until 1912 that movie theaters adopted the snack. Now, each cup, one cup serving of popcorn contains one gram of fiber and protein, six grams of carbs, only 31 calories and just a trace amount of fat. And again, you can season it with whatever you want. You can do, some people do turmeric, you can do the nutritional yeast, which is what I use. You can do a teeny, I use a teeny bit of salt, think chili powder, garlic powder, you name it. It's such a healthy, wholesome, whole grain snack. And um, 
let's see, Grain Place Foods was the other company. I did put it in my show notes where I order. And they're all talking, they seem to suggest that, hey, it doesn't matter whether you get white or yellow. Basically, they're going to be the same because there's little difference between the two. And they're both really, really good choices to help you in your quest for actually becoming healthier and making better uh, better food choices. Now, this is the popper that I use. It's called Salbri. And it is actually, you can see the name of it there, Salbri. And it's just a, it's a collapsible, uh, what do you call this, silicone. And so you put your popcorn, I put like a third of a cup or a quarter cup, I can't remember, into the popper, stick it into the microwave for three minutes and 50 seconds, and boom, out comes all this beautiful popped corn with no added oil. Like I'm not popping my corn using oil on the stove. Now, what I do add to it, and I use this spritzer. This is the actual spritzer that I use. It's a stainless steel spritzer. Comes off like this. The lid comes off and you can see the beautiful greenish, yellowish color olive oil that's already in there. And then it just, you can fill it with, and I use olive oil. Here is one variety of olive oil that I use. This is Kirkland's and this is organic extra virgin olive oil, cold extracted. We're gonna talk a little bit about the benefits of olive oil. I didn't wanna spend a whole lot of time on olive oil because that whole health initiative has been around for a whole long time. You know about the health benefits of olive oil already. It's incredibly healthy. Matter of fact, some studies suggest that it's the healthiest fat on the planet. I also really like Trader Joe's olive oil. They have some that comes in a can. It's a metal can. And for me, it doesn't matter because I consume a lot of oil, olive oil. So I'm using it fairly frequently and but there's something about the container that the olive oil is in you want it to be very dark that's why often you'll see the brown bottles so as long as it's very dark or for me I keep this in the refrigerator and I just I fill up my little spritzer and then I do have another thing of olive oil or I usually fry in avocado oil because the the heat point is a little higher for avocado oil and doesn't make everything so smoky when I'm frying foods but like for my kids or stir fry, things like that. But um, but otherwise, I may have a little bit of olive oil that's at room temperature for cooking or for adding in things. But generally, I just store my big bottle in the fridge to help preserve it a little bit, a little bit longer. I always get the extra virgin organic. Again, I want to go organic on these things, but the main fat that olive oil contains is called monosaturated fatty acids, MUFAS. And experts tend to consider this to be a very, very healthy fat. Olive oil is rich again in antioxidants, which we want. We want to prevent oxidation in our cell structure. And so we want to protect our bodies from any kind of cell, cellular damage from all kinds of health conditions and diseases. Now, extra virgin olive oil might have a little bit of a bitter taste, but I don't I only spritz a teeny bit, like dink, dink, maybe two squirts on my actual popcorn. And then, then I put the flakes on there, the nutritional yeast flakes and a little bit of salt. And some people are like, wait a minute, I, I did that, but at the very bottom, all the yeast is at the bottom. So you may have to find ways like it's finger licking good. You can, you know, to help the, you might want a, a, a spray, an oil spray in a spray can instead of spritzing it to help the nutritional yeast. But, you know, you can also just kind of 
eat the rest of it at the end if you want, or find other ways to use your nutritional yeast. For me, I just use it on the popcorn, but I put it on salads before. Um, it can go into your soups. You, sometimes you don't even know it's there. So anyway, that's what I do. That's my repertoire of uh, and my big spiel about popcorn and olive oil and nutritional yeast and how I think those things combined with other the other acts that I did in my life really did help me to take a step in the right direction when it comes to my overall health. So I would encourage you, Brain Changer, to take one, to make one tiny, tiny micro habit change at a time. You don't have to be consuming nutritional yeast all of the time. Just try it once, put it on your garden salad, put it in your soup. You may wanna make a switch from some of the other processed oils to something that's cold pressed and not processed as much like this extra virgin olive oil. You may want to say, hey, popcorn is so filling. It's a natural grain and where I buy it, they actually have a cleansing pro process even that is very, um, you know, not damaging or adding a lot of junk to it. Like they'll triple cleanse the kernels and, and keep in mind there are no pesticides and all the other junk that, that you might get otherwise. So, so you, maybe you just want to say, I'm going to ditch the Doritos and the Cheetos, and I'm going to add in a healthier snack. And those are teeny changes that you can make to start taking a step in the right direction. Because on the Choose to Think podcast, for example, we want to choose to live our best thought lives when it comes to our physical health. Yes. And when we think about what are we thinking about about our health? Are we defeating ourselves even before we try to start? We want to live our best thought lives when it comes to our spiritual nature and all the the stuff that we have to deal with in life and the trials and the hardships and we need to rely on God. We want to live our best thought lives when it comes to our purpose, the divine purpose God has given us when it comes to our wealth and how we deal with our finances and, and you know, how we're generous and that sort of thing. And then, of course, we've got our emotions and our feelings, the psychological aspect of things where we want to also choose to think. So it's a very holistic approach to living our best thought lives and everything starts with our thoughts even the words that we say and utter originate their birth from the thoughts that we have so the thoughts that we have our mind actually could influence our brain and the connection is so it's so tightly woven isn't it so we want to make sure that we have a healthy brain it's not our brain that's doing everything. It's our mind that's influencing our brain, but we've got to have a healthy brain. So that's why our health is so important in all of this process. We want to live holistically healthy lives so that we can be happy and joyful and content. So anyway, that's my spiel. I couldn't wait to share with you all this popcorn. I am a popcorn fanatic and I eat popcorn every single day and nutritional yeast and olive oil. And it makes me think I'm making really good, healthy choices. So if you've enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, somebody else who needs this kind of encouragement in their health journey. Also, just a reminder, my book is coming out very soon. It should be available at the end of November. It's called Choose to Think, Find Peace, Hope, Joy, Health, and Freedom, something like that, every day. So it's a devotional, 365 days, little five-minute devotionals that are going to encourage you to live your very best thought life in every aspect of 
of living. So God bless you. Thank you for joining me. Have a great week. And until Thursday, we'll be back with the Psalm study on Thursday. So God bless you. Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao. And that's a wrap, Brain Changer. Thank you so much for tuning in. And say, if you like what you hear, please consider sharing this link to the show with a friend or a family member who you think might be encouraged by the inspiring and hope-filled messages that I try to put out every single week. So thank you so much for your support. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao.